All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaking In Podcast. Of course, my guest is Arvel Chappelle, filmmaker. Yes, sir. And I am your host, Gary Cliven. Breaking In Podcast is alive and well. We're here thriving. Arvel's on my sofa. I'm leaning back on my chair. And we need to get cracking. What's going on, Arville? Getting cracking. So I flipped the script. So we had talked uh, a couple weeks ago, wasn't on podcast, just kind of offline, about writing a script. And you're like, no, don't write it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to write it again because I've been writing it for 10 years and enough is enough. But what happened was I've been sending it out like you've been talking about, got notes back from producers, from managers and stuff. And after a while, they start saying the same thing. So I'm like, you know what? F it. I'm just going to rewrite it and see what happens. So you rewrote the thing. Well, not the whole thing, obviously, but bits and pieces of it. Yeah. So the, the structure remained the same. You know, you have three acts and you have point of attack. You have act breaks, all that stuff. All those scenes remain the same, but everything in between changed. So the final tally, I rewrote about 70 pages. Okay. So it was a huge, it's, it was a huge undertaking. So essentially the story is the same, but the way that the story is told is different. Got it. Hey, but this is another development. So they got back to you. Yeah. So I've had a few people get got back to me. So they read the script. And again, this is unprecedented for them to respond to a cold email and then, you know, say, you know, this I like the script or whatever, but I think it needs some work is and then the, give is, notes. Is this the result of you following up with them these past two weeks? This two is the result of following up. OK. Yeah. And so one pushed. I pushed, and one producer in particular wrote what, what probably took about two hours to write. Whoa, okay. Like notes upon notes upon notes. And it was after I got that email that I'm like, whoa, if I have a guy who's willing to spend the time to, 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 to create that kind of note, mm. and I should address what he's saying. Because if I do it and send it back and he likes the rewrite, then he could end up making the film. Is this somebody who's made contact with you before, or is this somebody who had ignored you? This is someone who I actually met when I went to Sundance. Uh. So this, 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 this thing is just becoming stranger to fiction. If this is the guy who ultimately makes it, uh. just because of why I was at Sundance, and then meeting him in a line in the cold outside of Kodak party, and then now you know working with him possibly. I don't know what's going to happen, but very good. Things, things are crazy. So you rewrote all said and done. Rewrote all said and done. Now going out today. And, and then we'll see what happens. It's going out to all those, all those people today. Well, you know, I'm going to send it to some readers first, internal people to me. Edit. Yeah, to try to get some last minute changes or if they see anything glaring or typos, whatever. And then after that, it's going to go, go out to white. So this gives me opportunity to re-engage and hit back up the people who, you know, responded previously but said the project wasn't for them, then I'll hit them and say, hey, we made changes. Would you like to read a, a new draft? Good, good, good. Are you going to leverage uh, the feedback that these these other producers gave you in those new emails to I, these you know people? What? That's you know a what good I mean? idea. You, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, uh, I'm giving you a revised version of the script after I got feedback from this studio, this producer, blah, blah, blah. No, no, not not naming mention, them. Yeah, yeah, not naming them for sure. Yeah, I won't mention the name, uh -huh. but that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about that, but it's a good idea to say, look, these are the notes I got back. 
and this is what was addressed in this draft mm. and see what happens. Yeah, cool. And, you know, when I sent out the script, because this is like the, uh, the second time I'm sending it out to my internal readers. The first time I sent it out, a lot of them were upset. And they're like, I like <laughs> the project before and you changed a lot of stuff I liked about it. What the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not really, what I wrote before still exists. It hasn't disappeared. And second, I'm trying something new. I'm trying to tell the story in a different way. And that only helps in the end. It only helps to, to, to give you a different way of, of solving the problem, if you will. Yeah. So it took me a little bit of time. It actually was quick considering how much work I did, but um, quick for me anyway. But, um, but yeah, it was a good experience and I think we have a better product because of it. Can so, you, can you put like a number to it? Like how long it took you? In terms of hours? Sure. I'd probably say about 120 hours, roughly. To do the rewrite? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. About 120 when hours. When was last time you did something of that magnitude with this script? Oh, it had to have been a year ago plus. All right. All right. Something around there. And but you, it took and you did that, that one. and you did that. Why was that? Because of feedback too, or just no, from your own? That was just internal. Because okay. this, like I said, this movie has been around for ten years, so it's been a lot of different movies, like completely different plots, mm. even. Mm. So, because of that, there was a lot of residual stuff that kind of left its way in there that needed to come out in order for it to be a better script about you know flying airplanes and about the pilot. Because before it was completely different. Mm. So. I took a, a few drafts to get all that stuff out because a lot of stuff I, or scenes I loved. So I, I, it was hard to get rid of it. And I think with this last rewrite, the last one of those scenes is gone. Okay. okay. So all this stuff is completely new. Overall length, the same length? It's shorter. Okay. And that was another note I got from the producer is to try to make the, the film less expensive. Was it like 90 minutes now? 90 pages? Now it's 88 pages. And, you know, which is a little short, I, you know, but whatever, it just ended up being what it is. And we'll see. I'm sure I'll have to change it again. Scripts are like living documents. So I know this isn't the last write, like rewrite, or I should say it's not the last draft. Uh -huh. There are probably minor stuff here and there, but I don't, from, I don't think there'll be another rewrite of this magnitude. Do things even get changed while things are actually being filmed? Yeah. Things change all the time. So a minute here, a minute there can, can be up or down. Yeah. But I like this one. It feels it's a lot more artistic. It's a lot more raw. Um, and it's, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like the characters are more developed. And we'll see what, we'll see what people think. All right, my man. <laughs> so for this week coming up, you know, just send it out. Hopefully I can get feedback and turn it around. And then hopefully by the podcast next week, if you're in town, I don't know if you're in town, but It'll, it'll be able to go back out to the industry people. Okay. So it's just this process of uh, eventually converging on somebody saying, yes, I'm taking on this project. Yep. And I really don't know what else to do besides what I'm currently doing. Yeah. And that is just continuing to talk about the journey and continue to, to uh, get it out to people to read. You going in up in the air soon or no? I uh, haven't been in about two weeks. I could go any in any time. I get invited all the time. It's just a matter of, I was like not talking to anyone trying to get this work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, 
I don't want to hear any from anybody. I was just kind of just locked myself up. Hey, can we talk just a second, just two minutes on that, on your process as yeah. far as writing goes? Yeah. So my process is a mixture of stuff I learned at USC uh, mixed with Save the Cat, which is a famous screenwriting book. And then there's like several other books that I've read over the years I liked. So I have like a structure that I will post on my website which details what I do in every sequence. A lot of this is in terms of the structure of the film, because once you have a good structure, it's like the foundation of a house. Once you have a solid structure for your film, the rest is easy. You know what you're writing, you know where you need to go, and it just makes everything easy. Um, so like I said, it's a mixture of USC, Save the Cat, and a couple other screenwriting books. So once that structure is sound, then I just fill in the, fill in the scenes. And as, and as far as uh, secluding yourself or when you actually sit oh. down on the keyboard, do you go in like spurts of three hours of pure concentration or is it like 20 minute spurts or is it do you get interrupted often? Do you shut everything down? How, how does that go? I go into hours and I don't I turn the Internet off. And sometimes I'm in a public space. I like to be in a public space. It's not quiet. Like a so Starbucks or something. Starbucks sometimes or a bar. And just, I'll even, sometimes I'm drinking wine while I'm writing. Okay. Some people say, they, how in the hell can you do that? No, no, I do that but, too. But yeah, it's yeah. just, I can just do it. So I just get to wherever I need to go. And it's, for me, I like to be around people because for one, I get ideas from them. Like I'll hear people talk. I'm not like intently listening, but because I'm in a space, I might hear something and that might end up being in the script or mm -hmm. how someone might talk might end up being in the script. But, um. But yeah, I just try to get it hours and hours because I work a full time job. So once I come home, it'll I'll try to get at least four hours in a day, and that's 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 aggressive. But I just find it's better like that. And on the weekends, I'm pulling eight hours. And you're writing on the computer or old fashioned? Because I know some people go old fashioned notebook, pen and paper. Well, I have I keep a notebook all the time. Of course, I have my iPhone all the time, so I I get ideas wherever, and I'll just jot them down on a piece of paper until it's time to go back and a lot of times it might be a line of dialogue it could be um just an idea of where i think the character's mindset is so it's not necessarily what they're saying but it's what their interior monologue is is what we call it like what they're telling themselves what they what they want what they fear all that kind of stuff and then i interjected into the the script later but when you're editing the script itself you have your, your it's on the computer you're yeah on it's the on the screen. computer okay. yeah you open up whatever program it is and yeah final draft got it got yep. it so you like the white noise of the public spaces you can't I work do. in silence if it's silence no good for you if it's silence and i'm at home then i'm sleeping or got i'm it. just thinking about the things i should be doing got it got so it. i gotta be around people are there some days where it's just you sit down you sit there for half an hour 40 minutes an hour and it's just it's not happening yep plenty of days like that where i just write garbage but that's just a part of it. It's just getting it out. So 120 hours to probably how many words you think that translated to? Well, so like I said, it was about 75 plus cha pages changed. Uh -huh. So I first went in and deleted about about 50 pages. And then I wrote probably about 30 pages of new material. Something wow. Like that. Wow. So it's not just going into... Uh, a certain page and say it's only three sentences that you change it's like the whole thing that you yeah re there wasn't a scene that wasn't touched wow every scene got touched hmm. 
So, because the stuff I deleted was a lot of the flashbacks and voiceover stuff. So I had to figure out a way to, to, to portray that same information. Because like I said, the structure didn't change. So I had to go and figure out a way to, to get that same information in there, but in a more creative way. when you say way. structure, it's kind of like an outline. Is, is that a, Can we think of it as an outline or no? Yeah, so in USC, we learned that there are eight sequences in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much based on a theory of back in the day when films were first developed, they had reels of film. So they have to go and physically change a reel of film in a the theater. So because of that, the, the filmmakers decided to segment their story into the length of the reel. So that's where the sequence structure came from. So, um, so yeah, so I, I come up with different things that happen in every sequence, mm. different objectives for every sequence, and different beginning and ending scenes for every sequence. Got it. So in this rewrite, a lot of the major sequence stuff didn't change. So by that, I mean the inciting incident didn't change. The climax scene didn't change. The, uh, the first culmination didn't change. And sorry, I don't know I'm using esoteric. Uh, a jargon but uh, and I can go and explain this on the on the uh, website if anybody's interested but you know those things didn't change in the film but just how I was telling it so before the film started in the present day but then went directly into the flashback for almost the entire film until we get to the third act mm. so that was just how the story was structured uh, in terms of how it was told yeah. this time I started just in the present day and went forward. Okay. Okay. So the inciting incident's the same, climax the same, story plot's the same, but how I'm telling the story is different. No more flashback in this one. No more flashback. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the voiceover changed too. Before it was a voiceover film. Now there's no voiceover. Ah. Oh. Interesting. Well, I shouldn't say none. There's like it went from like being uh, probably ten ten pages of voiceover. Now it's like one page. And when you say voiceover, it's it's part of those flashback sort of yeah. scenes. So it's yeah. a flashback, and then it's like the modern day character uh, kind it's of narrating, "Hey, narrating. this is what was going on." Basically, got it. And the reason I did that is because a lot of the films that are in this genre are done like that. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to stay true to the genre, and um, but just it just and again, I don't know if this is going to be the way that it's going to be told. I don't know which draft is going to be the one mm-hmm. but again just doing the scientific method you know that's where i come from you have to try and there's nothing wrong with trying but for me i just had to make sure that with this rewrite i had to get it done quickly because i could spend a year writing a script six months writing a script and i'm like i can't waste that much time does the movie take place in modern day or yeah is it- it's modern day okay yeah cool yeah. man i, I have a good good visual of what what you've been up to the past two weeks now yeah so so yeah so next week just keep grinding on it try to get it out and uh see what happens i love it man yeah where where can people find you so uh ac3.com or comptontakesflight.com on my websites and on twitter ac3 and then at uh, Instagram, pick AC3. And now Snapchat. Eee, Snapchat's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my Snapchat game on too, man. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later.